Welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community Podcast. Each week, your host, Trisha Stutzel, is highlighting people and organizations in our communities that are serving through volunteer work and giving back to make our community, country, and even the world a kinder place to live. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Serving the Community Podcast. My name is Trisha Stutzel, owner of Results Extreme Business Solutions and founder of this Serving the Community Podcast. I'm really excited about having Jamee Sharding on the show today from Career Gear Houston. Jamee and I met at the Veterans Business Expo and she was essential to our volunteer team and I appreciated that so much. And once we talked about the organization she was working with, I asked her to come be on the show. Jamee, thank you for being here today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. I'm honored. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. I love your background too, by the way, and your t-shirt looks amazing. So for thank those you of you who are it. only listening, you should jump over to the YouTube area <laughs> and watch the video of us together. So Jamee, would you just do a quick introduction of yourself and then sure. talk a little bit about career gear? Absolutely. So Jamee Chardin, uh, born and raised Houstonian, love Houston. Um, and just really honored to have the opportunity to serve the community. Uh, my family have come from a line of service, so veterans um, on, in all branches, on all sides. Um, and so this is just an honor, really, to just serve the community and do what we do um, with Career Gear. The, the mission's unique. It's to support men um, who are the least served demographic of our population. Um, there actually are more nonprofits that serve women, children, cats, and dogs. And not that, you know, we don't need support and I have three dogs of my own. So I, I totally get that. But um, a lot of times our men are just left out of uh, social services. And so the mission of Krieger is very unique and that that is our target. We work with um, youth who are coming out of um, high school, getting ready to go into college, work with college students. They make that transition. Um, majority of the men we serve are veterans who have served our country, um, much like, you know, my father, my uncles, brothers, my husband, my son, um, and they are now transitioning into those freedoms that they have defended for us all. And uh, we also work with the ex-offender population. So those who maybe just touch the social justice system, starting to see a whole lot more overlap in our veterans and the social justice system connection. So, um, but just really it's all about just making sure that men are inspired to be the providers that their families need. Um, and we do that through the power of work um, and them having purpose and being able to use the gifts that they have to to help the community. That's amazing. So I, I know that you have um, deep emotion for veterans and for this space, but how did you actually get involved in Career Gear? Sure. So um, about 10 years ago now, I was working at the Houston Livestock Show and Radio as an employee. Yes, there actually is employees. There's a ton of volunteers, but I was actually there as an employee. Um, have been there for about seven years and really just loved the mission, what we did um, and how we you know, impacted the community and um, got ready to make a transition, started uh, working with men who just were needing attire services. So I have a fashion background. My first degree is in interior design and uh, kind of modeled and have always been in the fashion world and love fashion. And so I kind of found a, a little niche there. Um, I was able to walk into a men's store, put a suit together, tie, dress, shirt, and 
uh, have a, a male feeling empowered and excited about, you know, going to work or to an interview or whatever he's doing. And so um, that business that I started of being a personal men's stylist um, was missing the give back, right? So doing good. I was making good money. You know, I was, I was enjoying what I was doing. I was doing a lot of traveling. I was packing men for big events and all that. And that was great. Their wives loved it because they didn't have to figure it out. Um, <laughs> but I was missing the give back. You know, I was missing that, that service to the community. And so I started trying to figure out ways where I could take what I was doing and actually provide a service to the community. Um, and that's when I stumbled upon the mission of career gear. It was exactly what I was looking for. Um, quick conversation with my dad that kind of turned into, yeah, when I got out of the military, no one helped me with knowing how to put on a suit and go find a job. And I said, well, there's a, there's a place there. There's a place that, that I can jump in and I can, I can help with. And so came into career gear, um, back in 2013, October this month, actually. And, um, they were getting ready to close. They were going to close in December. And I said, no, this is what I've been looking for. So I'll keep it open. And so, um, here we are 10, eight years later, I guess. Um, we've kept it open and we've served over 6,500 veterans since then um, and have continued to really move the move the mission forward. So uh, just kind of looking for purpose and, it, and I found it and it found me. Yeah, that is amazing. So you shared a pair of shoes with me before we started. Now I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Now I understand. I yes. get it. Yes. yes. <laughs> so I could see you glowing. I see so much passion in your wanting to be a part of something bigger than just you and serve a cause that is so meaningful. So thinking about career gear and how other people can get involved, what does that look like? So for the listeners, how can they get involved in career gear? Sure. So I like to kind of use the time, talent, treasure, and threads. Um, those are the four ways that you get involved with career gear. So your time is very valuable. You know, we always equate time to money. And for nonprofits, it literally becomes that. Um, when somebody chooses to come in and volunteer, that's typically one less role that a nonprofit is having to exude funds for, right? So we always look at being the best stewards that we can over our donor dollars. Um, and so donating your time is a, is a big, is a huge impact to the mission. Um, and there's ways that you can do that virtually. We have empowerment coaches that literally sit down just on the Zoom call, just like we are right now, and will coach a client through how to interview, coach a client through maybe asking for a raise or getting to that next promotion on their job. Um, and so we also have opportunities where you come in the office and actually work with like the professional attire that we give away um, or actually come in and dress somebody, which is actually really fun. Um, our board chairman emeritus says that we have a Cinderella effect. So giving uh, somebody that new that new look and making sure that they understand how to wear it is, is a really fun um, opportunity. It's kind of like having all these Ken dolls. So, um, so the time is huge. Um, talent, again, talent really breaks into that time again. And you have a certain skill set, like you have coached or you have worked in HR and done those types of things. That's, that's absolutely huge for us to have people that have worked in those industries come in. Um, talent also comes in with our clients being talent and you actually hiring them. And so we have uh, hiring opportunities within um, our clients that are looking for employment and they, they kind of branch. I mean, we have C-level executives who maybe just got laid off or um, went through a challenging situation and left their job for whatever reason uh, who were looking for employment. College students who are just graduating with degrees are excited about going into employment. And then we have youth 
uh, who may never had a, have had a job, but they've been on a football team and they know teamwork and they're ready to, they're just looking for an opportunity. So um, the hiring also plays into the talent piece, um, actually hiring our talent and then um, treasure. So as a nonprofit, obviously we, we run on donor dollars and the generosity of the community that we serve. And so always looking for people who are willing to sponsor a veteran through our Mission Possible program or host one of our well-suited series um, that's something that you can do even like with your high school is, is sponsor a series of that programming on your campus that where you graduated from. Um, so there's all kinds of interesting ways to get involved and, and make a financial contribution to the organization. Um, and then lastly, threads. So we do take in donations of gently used men's professional attire um, and, and other items like still toe boots is a huge thing right now. A lot of people are going to work in industries where it's like construction in Houston is always a thing. So people need still to boost. Um, that's a resource that we're always looking for. So, you know, if you don't want to donate the the funding specifically, go to Walmart, buy ten pairs of still to boots, and donate them to us. That's a it's a huge way to support the mission and get involved. That's fantastic. So, how do people actually donate items or sign up to donate time sure. or money? Sure. Go to our website, and um, we really try to make the website, a wealth of information where you can find exactly what you're looking for there. It's careergearhouston.org. Um, and um, on their website, you can sign up to volunteer. You can get more information about volunteering. You can connect with myself directly or another staff member uh, to learn more about volunteering, what that would look like. Um, you can also, again, make them monetary donations. We, we make that donate button really simple to find like right up in the top corner. So I uh, shouldn't have any issues finding that one. Um, events are there as well. So like we have our Champions of Freedom event coming up on November 9th, uh, where we actually go over what we've been able to accomplish within our veteran program throughout the year um, and really just celebrate the accomplishments of those who have made that ultimate sacrifice and signing that blank check and being willing to go out and defend the freedoms that we enjoy every day. So um, you can get all the information that you would need on our website. Um, also connect with us on social media. So our handle is typically at careergearhou. Um, and you can connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, so on and so forth. So easy to find, easy to get, get in contact with um, donation information as far as attires on our website as well. Um, so you can find all the information there. Fantastic. And I will put that in the show notes. I will also put it in the post. So for those of you who are listening, it'll be very easy for you to find just down in the show notes. So Jamee, we have a few minutes left. And before we started recording the show, you were giving me some statistics on the number of veterans that you support through this program. But there are also many others that you named as you were going through. Um, your four T's, right? Yeah, uh, and yeah. the people that you support. So can we talk a little bit about who you're, who you're supporting inside of Career Gear a little more? Absolutely. So uh, when I came to Career Gear in 2013, um, that year, 46% of the men that we had served were veterans. Um, now we're up at about 56%. So the veteran population continues to be the number one population that we're serving. Um, most people don't know this, but Houston has the second largest veteran population in our country. So Harris County specifically. Um, is number two to San Diego. And so that means we have a lot of veteran here. They're coming here, um, economy, one of the reasons they've always come here. Um, and so we continue to see an increase in those numbers. Um, second demographic that we're typically serving is our ex-offender population. Um, and they're typically coming in at about 23% of the men that we're serving. 
and uh, we work with nonviolent offenders. So people that have, you know, kind of maybe had some type of um, cross or I, one thing I like to say is we've all done something uh, that maybe would have gotten us in a little bit of trouble. Uh, we just didn't get caught. <laughs> and so uh, these are those who are on the other side of that. And we really look at them and we don't see the blemish. We just see someone who is trying to restart their life. So, you know, we use the second chances and, and those types of things. And a lot of times if you just give them that chance, then um, you really uh, see the value in the, in the person and the skill set that they have. So um, one of the things we love to do with that population is to talk about entrepreneurship, ways that they can take the skill sets that they have and actually turn them into um, a, a business for themselves. So then a business that can actually hire others um, and, and kind of continue to, to spread that. Um, I think as we become more aware, just, you know, in our world as people and uh, start to see people more as people than um, late, all these labels that we sometimes put on, put on people, um, we really start to see, um, again, that value and the talent that's there. And so that's a, another population that we pour into. And then last but definitely not, not least is our youth population. Um, we just had 23 kids at Kriger on Wednesday uh, who none of them knew how to, well, one of them knew how to tie a tie. Um, and we were able to, one, teach them all how to tie ties. We did elevator pitches with them. Um, so they would understand how to introduce themselves. The, the art of communication is really starting to be lost with our, with our youth. They're, they communicate with their thumbs, right? Um, and so we really um, have an opportunity to expand their horizons, introduce them to different things. Um, you know, we talked a lot about voting even when they were there um, and helping them understand like what your vote means, how you cast your vote. Uh, we looked at also just the career roadmap, right? So there, these were all seniors um, graduating or had just graduated last year and figuring out, you know, okay, how many of you wanna go to college? Like one person raised their hand, okay. If you're not going to college, what are you doing? Um, you know, we talked about trades with them. We talked about um, them looking at going into the military, which was another interesting piece, right? So being that we serve predominantly veterans, it was like, hey, you know, do you, have you thought about going in the military? One of the kids said, no, I don't want to die. And I'm like, why is that what you think? Why is that the first thought that you have, you know? So um, a lot of work there to do with our, with our youth population and just, you know, educating them and helping them understand that you know, um, this world's a big world. There's a lot of opportunities for them and we wanna introduce them to as many of them as we can um, and help them fill that professionalism that everyone deserves to be able to fill. So um, lots of demographics and, and even then outside of any of those three demographics, those three typically we find the biggest challenges with the, the employment transition. And um, so we focus on those and they're predominantly the, the major groups, body groups that we serve. Um, but definitely, you know, we serve men who just maybe went through a divorce and that really crushed them, crushed their soul, crushed their spirit, losing their children, their family. Um, and, you know, I've had them come through who were running businesses, went through a divorce, ended up um, homeless, you know, just trying to figure life out. And so sometimes it's just getting up on your feet, being a father, um, wanting to support support your family. So, um Men, men in all different backgrounds, all different places in life. Um, and what we want to continue to do is just inspire resilience in them to be that provider that their family needs and ultimately be that example in our community um, because our, our community definitely needs strong men who are good examples 
of strongmen. Yeah, absolutely. Jamee, thank you so much for being on the show today. This has been amazing. So I'm making all of these notes about people who need to contact you to do become strong men. Yes, absolutely. Well, and even, you know, giving back uh, and yeah. getting involved in this um, in, in career gear, right? Sure. Uh, and yeah. it's such a great cause, such a great cause. So I love that you lined it out so easy time, talent, treasure threads. Yeah. So if any of the any if any of my listeners are ready to get involved, the contact information is going to be in the show notes below. Please reach out. You can give your time, give your money, your threads, yeah. uh, or even your talent back yeah. to this amazing organization. Anything that you'd like to close with, Jamee? Um I'll close with our little, our slogan. So we like to say that career gear is more than just a suit. Historically, it had been just giving professional attire. It's way more than just that. It's it's literally a game changer for the clients that come through. So more than just a suit, it's a game changer. I love it. Thank you again for being on the show today. I appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. And that concludes this week's podcast, Serving the Community. 